again, everyone. Welcome back to Writing Reality with Amanda Lee. I'm Amanda Lee. I'm the author of, right now, 12 books, or published books. I do have more, with a 13th book coming up on August 16th. Best known for my Beauty of the Dark series. And I was just... Well, I wanted to talk about misconceptions about writing a book or one or a couple of the misconceptions about writing and or publishing a book because I think there are a lot of them, which I guess is understandable because if you're not, you know, deep in the trenches of that, then you wouldn't know. I have found since I started doing this that a lot of people seem to think you write it once and that's it. You're done. You send it off and everything's taken care of. And then you get to hold the book in your hand. I don't know how soon they think that part happens, but uh, that's another question. So you get to hold it in your hand and then that's it. And it's done and it happens quickly and easily and effortlessly and I think some people it's almost to the point that they think books just literally fall out of our mouths fully formed into a physical copy which is of course true of traditional publishing as well but I think especially true when you are publishing it yourself because then even if you do you know, hire an editor and a designer and a formatter and all of that, you are still doing all of that yourself. And it gets very frustrating when people seem to think that it happens, the, you know, the snap of your fingers. But I think one of the biggest misconceptions is that you're going, first of all, that you're going to sit down and you're going to pour out your entire novel quickly, easily. And I'd kind of like to know how long people think that takes. I'm actually very curious about that now. Like, do they think you sit down and then in a day you have a book? <laughs> you would think that they can't possibly think that. But maybe some people do. However, a book is a lot of words. Even when it's a shorter book, it's a lot of words. <laughs> and most people cannot write that in a day. And then there's sort of this image, you know, of the writer sitting down and everything just flows absolutely, absolutely effortlessly. Or maybe sitting down with a journal and it, just happens so seamlessly and I think you can definitely be in flow when you're writing absolutely because it's happened to me the most in flow I ever was when I was drafting was when I was drafting the first draft of burned the second book in my beauty of the dark trilogy in 55 minutes I wrote 2,500 words, I think, which is kind of insane. That is a lot of words to write 
in less than an hour. And I've sort of been looking for that again since that happened, you know, for that amount of flow, which has not yet happened. But I still get into those states where things happen very quickly and honestly, easily. And you can get into those states for sure. I think most of the time it can take a little bit to get into them. And then it, at least for me, it sort of just hits me and I'm off and going and writing. And a lot of the time after I stop and I look back on what I wrote, it's almost like I don't remember writing that. It's sort of almost like a trance. Like there is a scene that I wrote about Kiara in Angel, the third book in my trilogy. I sat and I wasn't planning to write it. I think I was doing writing sprints with a friend of mine. And I sat down, did the writing sprint. It was about, I don't know, a 400 word scene. I stopped, I read it over and I thought, holy shit, I just wrote that? What the hell just came out of my head? Which happens to me far more often than most people may think. And then I handed the laptop to my mom to see what she thought. She handed it back to me. And I believe her words to me were something along the lines of, what is wrong with you? (laughs) Which gives you just a slight idea of what was in that scene. Or maybe it was something like, what goes on in your head or something like that. Which she asked me quite often, actually. And... It was as if I was Kiara and I was writing all of that as if it already happened and I was being told the story. And when I am in absolute state of flow while writing, that is how it happens. And yes, because I write fiction, it's as if I'm being told this story from these characters that I've just materialized into my brain, almost. And they want to tell me this story, and when my drafting is is at its best is when I don't overthink it, and I just let them talk to me and tell me the story. And there was another time, actually while I was writing the first draft of Forbidden, and I got really, really stuck. I didn't know what happened. It just wasn't working. And I was stuck for a while, days, maybe a week or so. And I sat down with a notebook. And sometimes what I do is I free write from my character's point of view and see what comes up, which I've done for Trent, I've done for Kiara, and it almost always works not to think about the scene you're writing, just to sit down, still be in your character's point of view, and just free write and see what comes up for them. And then I am usually then unblocked and I know what has to happen in the scene. So I sat down to do that for Caleb, 
and still nothing would come up when I was trying to free write for him. So I wrote down a conversation between Caleb and myself. I asked him what happened. He said he didn't want to tell me. And I wrote this conversation on paper of me talking to him, asking, why don't you want to tell me? And eventually, you know, it came out that he was afraid of being judged for what happened. And then I was, you know, finally privy to what happened in this story of Caleb and Melinda. And then I sat down and I wrote again and I knew the rest of the story. And it's funny because talking about that, I don't like to throw around the word crazy, but it almost makes me sound a little, a little crazy. But these characters are very real to me inside my mind. And the best way that I can tap into that flow when writing is to open up and let them talk to me and to talk to them, which often happens on paper. But when I let them speak and I can speak back and in a way converse with my characters, then I can unblock whatever is blocked in the first place in my head for this story. And I can go back in and get into that state of flow. And that isn't what I was originally going to talk about, but I guess that's just what happened. The misconception, like I said, is that it's going to be easy. So I guess I, I've, I've sort of touched on that. It's not always easy. And the first draft, even when you get past those blocks by, I guess you could do any number of things, but what I usually do is talk to my characters or to other writer friends because they're always great for that. They get the interesting struggles that come with writing a book, particularly fiction is its own thing. So talk to my writer friends, talk to my characters, because they're the ones whose story this is. Yes, it, I made it up in my head. It materialized in my head. I guess materialize is too easy of a word, maybe. But still, it is the character's story. However, after you get that first draft down, it is highly unlikely that that is the first that that is the draft that is going to be published into your final book. It's highly, highly unlikely. I don't know if that's ever happened. Maybe it has. And in all honesty, I would be skeptical if that did happen because the first draft is you telling yourself the story. So there are bound to be Errors, of course, spelling and grammatically and all of that. 
but also errors developmentally. A character arc or con continuity-wise, a character's eyes are one color in one chapter and another color in another chapter, which happened to me with Caleb constantly in Scarred. His eyes went back and forth between green to brown. I could have made them hazel. I went with green. But those are some of the things that will probably need to be changed in later drafts. And just stylistically, there can be better ways to word something, to write a sentence, a more impactful way to do it, or cases where you really need to show and not tell, because showing is going to be much more powerful, which is actually something I still had to do in this book, just because I've written, um, yeah, I don't know how many books I've written, because I've written more than I published, and then some of them aren't actually complete yet. But no matter how much I write, I still have to do that. Check things over. Add in conversations, maybe. Flesh things out with dialogue, or show a conversation that I told about instead of showed the first time around. Even something as minute as word choice, that will definitely be changed in later drafts. Not every single word, but many times when I'm editing, one word being changed can change the entire sentence. And not just, um, not just to do with, you know, if you put the wrong word in there, or you want to change a word to make the sentence clearer, but rather it can make the sentence more emotionally impactful, or the sentence just reads better, it sounds better, feels better. So there are a lot of things that are going to change after your first draft. And you may even have to throw entire parts out. Hundreds of words. Thousands of words, maybe. I still had to do that with this book. I don't think as much as maybe some of my other books, but it happened. I actually keep a document of my deleted parts of whatever book I'm editing at the time. Just in case there's something in there that maybe I'm going to have to use. Or... Maybe I can use for another story about this character or another book. I don't know if it's an essential part, but it's what I do. But yeah, there are... I don't know how many words in that document. At least a thousand words I deleted, probably more. And then I go and I add in other words. When I was editing Scarred, I added, I think, 18,000 words <laughs> to that draft. <laughs> which sounds crazy when I say that. It started out as a 50,000 word book. It ended at a 68,000 word book. So I added 18,000 words, but at the same time, I also took words away, thousands of them. So, you know, it's a very, it's a very interesting process. 
and it's done multiple times. The first draft you write is not going to be the the draft that's published. And it's okay if the first draft sucks. <laughs> In fact, I mean, maybe sucks is a strong word, <laughs> if that makes you uncomfortable, but in fact, it's very likely that it isn't going to be good, <laughs> to be frank. It's just not. So, which is okay, because again, when you want to tell yourself the story, you just want to get that down. Editing is for refining it and making the very best it can be, which is a whole different process, and it takes a lot of time. Every time I'm editing, as much as I love the book, there's a point where I'm like, oh my god, I don't want to read this one more time. I I don't know how many times I've read Forbidden. And of course it changes each time because I'm editing it. Or maybe I'm just doing a read-through or something. But there gets to it gets to a point where I'm like, I don't want to look at this anymore. And then the more and more you look at it, Sometimes, the more you think that it's not good at all. Which is an interesting paradox, since you're editing it to make it better. But at the end, you wind up with the best, most polished product, most polished story that you can. And you also have to make sure it feels right to you. That it's the story these characters are supposed to be telling. So, yes, that is something I feel like is a big misconception. You sit down and you write the book. And then you just hand it off and you're done and you never see it again. Which is absolutely not true. And maybe that's part of what's holding some people back. Not wanting to... Or being afraid of getting it back with comments and edits and all of that. But everyone, every author gets gets those edit editing notes and comments and corrections. It's not just you. And yes, especially if you're a first time author, there might be more because you learn as you go on. But you'll never stop having to edit. Because if you stop doing that, then you'd, you would stop bettering yourself as a writer. And you definitely don't want to do that either. So, yeah, that's my, that's my little spiel for today. And go off and start your, start your books. Just start. Like I said in the first episode. And if you're already... If you already have a polished draft, I do also offer book formatting. I actually love to format books. So that's something I offer. And I can leave that information below. So, all right. Thanks for listening, and let's go write our reality. Mm-hmm.